Hello everyone and welcome back to A Song of Tara, our Werewolf the Apocalypse campaign. So, how's everyone been doing? Pretty good. Well. Pretty good, now that my um, throat infection is finally finally receding. Literally shitty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what can we say to that except those three little words... Too much information. Oh, these three little words. Enjoy that uh, internet. I I wanted to say that the worm has found its way into your intestines, but the images that conjured up were too unple- uh, unpleasant. So. Yes, please let's not go there, shall we? Except you already did. All yep. right, guys. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, have I told everyone what the plan was for today? No. Good. What's the plan? Only in the sense that you meant to... Uh, everybody is going to die horribly, horribly, horribly. Yeah, that's about the only gist I got, too. Okay, fair enough. So, uh, um, yeah. No, I'm, um, what has happened in the 16 months since last we met our intrepid heroes and heroines? Can I interrupt you quickly before we go into that? Yep. Maybe it's a good idea that we... Uh, I, I almost forgot we should probably talk about what happened last time before we go into what's going to happen, what happened between last time and this oh, time. Oh, we nearly forgot our recap. Yes, Daniel, yeah. recap for us, please. Well, I don't know what we need, but what, what happened last time was we went to, we went to eat dinner. Uh, we went to a formal dinner with uh, Aaron's dad, and um, that went horribly. Mm-hmm. And um, then there Oh, Fenner was... thought he was kind of hurt. As I said, it went horribly. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, it was uh, like basically like people went separate ways and talked and 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 we had a we had a, an overall a decent ish evening that then had like a spike of horribleness and then kind of panned out into being kind of okay again. Um, chief of chief interest in what happened was that uh, two of us ha- happened across one of the local leeches, uh, a vampire, by the name of I don't remember what she was called actually. Victoria, I think. Yeah, Victoria's yeah. the uh, right one. Um, who uh, who wove shadow and uh, and killed uh, in, in uh, killed some dude. There's yeah some some mortal I assume. Um, but anyway, she made herself known, um, and uh, and decided that uh, you know she was new in town, might as well piss off the local Garu because she was a fucking fool. Um, so yes, yeah, that's that's what she did. She pissed two of the Getter Fenris off. What a clever, clever girl. Um, and um, uh, Aaron and uh, Shiwa had a, a conversation, and so did. Uh, Taliesin and uh, Taran. Endure. And the evening basically, like, just kind of died. Yes. So, does anyone have anything they want to add about what happened last time? Something relevant to the characters that they want to talk about? Before Did we you go mention into... traffic surfing? I wasn't paying attention. No, nope. I didn't mention traffic surfing. That's right. You, uh, you did do Then that. I was paying attention. Yeah. It's true. That was pretty cool, actually. That was a moment of pure awesomeness. Mm-hmm. Um, Taliesin, through a private answer machine message, revealed that he's basically been. Um, yeah, that's talk- true. 
talking and basically t- talking about the pack to Siobhan and other high members of the Sept, sort of by basically keeping an eye on them on their behalf. That's true. You've that been was snitching fu- on us. That what? Was awesome. You snitched. Um. Yep. Kind of. This is something that out of role, sort of. If with if I'm allowed to suggest it, yeah, with, sure, sure. So he says mission. This is something that Taliesin will probably have confi- confessed to the group before we've begun and tried to do as much damage control as possible. Basically saying, I've been doing this. It was meant well. I've not. Nothing I've said has caused the sept to um, penalise us in any way. Any time I've said something, they've exp- they've said the onus is on me to then do something about it. If I feel it is necessary. Hey, Johan. Yep. Did uh, our little crowd surf, uh, not crowd surfing, uh, traffic surfing incident have any repercussions? No. Cool. <laughs> no, you <laughs> have to deliver your clothing the day after, knowing what you did and giving you a, I know what you did look, and then giving them a thumbs up. I want to join next time. <laughs> like, like, I, like I said last time. Mm, time. Venice answer was, why should I worry? Why should I care? <laughs> you may not have a dime, but you do have street sub warfare. <laughs> well, in uh, in response to Taliesin coming out... Um, <laughs> Jesus. Slow <laughs> clap. Uh, Shiva will probably have... I think demanded is the right word, that he tell her everything he's told. Not in a, I have something to hide, but it's, you know... She still re- views it as a bit of a trust breach. Yeah. To which I'm sure Taliesin will have done so. Whether or not he does it, whether or not he does it in private or with everyone listening, is up to her. I will say that Aaron has been quick to take Taliesin in defense when he makes this uh, reveal. I guess we probably had an argument at that point. Then. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, probably. Um, but, um, I haven't heard about this before until now, but Fenna would probably have known. So, um, okay. At, right. at least she she would also find out. I mean, she is perceptive and stuff. Yeah. So with that, her reaction would be um, well. First, getting maybe kind of angry and demanding to know what. He actually told them, and then, depending on what he actually said, I'm going to receive um, any further reactions for that. Um, okay. Most of what he's talked about will just be the actual status of the group at certain intervals mixed with um, mixed with some of Taliesin's... Um, private thoughts on the matter, none of which are particularly condemning, but um, off, and, off, and often are quite complimentary, but otherwise are truthful of the situation. So That's nothing too private or awfully incriminating? Oh, no, 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 absolutely not. He would... Okay. Uh, anything, anything that was very personal that was actually going to have emotional baggage attached to it, and anything that... And of course, anything that might actually result in a litany breach is kept very tight-lipped. Hi, Siobhan. I'm just back from measuring all the boobs in the group, like you asked me to. No. I will say that as even before this confession is made, Taliesin will have actually s- slowly peeped... 
will have slowly petered out on making these calls to her. Mm. And it will definitely immediately sort of stop afterwards. Well, in that case, Fenner's uh, reaction after having heard what he actually said and didn't say would be to just pat him on the back and say, carry on, snitch. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, okay, so yes, I'm, that's basically Taliesin being the the good-hearted and non-subterfuge indulging person that he is would probably would obviously would just tell would tell everyone and have these reactions happen. He's not the kind of person who'd keep this to himself. Because no. he's, he's it, not, it might re- it might result in um, thinner occasional when she does something um, daring or stupid or something, yelling at him. Tell him about this thing. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Um. Shiva will probably have distanced herself a bit from him. Not you know, uh, not in a big way. And depending on how long ago it is, it will have subsided again. I'm going to say, again, with the storyteller's permission, uh, I'd like to say either one or two months before. I would imagine that he has at least admitted to this relatively quickly after he made the call, because, I mean, obviously they all heard it. No, he uh, he left the room, didn't he? That's true, he left the room, that's right. He oh, in that case, well, a month or two. Right. A month or two. Yeah, sure, a month or two. Fine, no worries. It's fine. So but this this, um, this like. segues pretty well into like the overall topic, I guess. Of <clears throat> does anyone have anything they want to? Um, I think like they want I to wanted about, to say uh, something. Uh, that's fine. I just really want to finish this. That um, this like we should probably use this opportunity to head into if some people want to cover what has happened in the last sixteen months and then head into what you had planned for uh, the session, uh, Storyteller. Yeah. But first, let's hear what uh, AJ had to say. Nothing. No, it was Hilly. No, I said I thought AJ had something oh, okay. to say because I heard her voice in the background. Oh, yeah, I heard that too. But okay. Well, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so 16 months have passed. So I, I'd, like to, I'd like to know how many people pay attention to Terrence's YouTube channel. Um... Guilty. I think I know of it. I don't think I watch it that often, which I don't tell Taryn because <laughs> don't want to hurt her feelings. Exactly. Well, th- those who have uh, looked at it in the last few weeks may have seen a, a video of an awful Fender-looking dog uh, doing skateboard <laughs> tricks. Right. Wonderful. <laughs> It's the coolest thing ever. Okay. And that, that thing is slowly going viral. Oh, it's abuse of power. Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would I not? With great power comes great responsibility. With great power comes an awful lot of fun. With great power with great comes power, Toby Maguire. With great power comes great kickflips. Yes, true. in this case, great kickflips, definitely. Anyway, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, for Shiva, she's mostly been busy. Actually, very busy. Um, as she puts it, laying down the groundwork for a political career. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Um, as far as Aaron is concerned, there was... Uh, I don't want to go into too much detail about it because I don't feel it's necessary. We will maybe get a chance to experience it and play all through um, memory. But uh, Aaron had some, some very um, eye-opening conversations with some uh, some of his pack, most of his pack members, in fact, over the course of the last 16 months. Uh, and aside from that, he has been basically bonding um, with his uh, with his new family, and has um, uh, has been um, c- 
creating, like, basically creating a, a small finance... I say small. He's been creating a financial empire for himself um, inside and a little bit outside of Dublin. Yep. Um, he's, he's, he's um, I would say working class kid makes good, but there's nothing working class kid about him. It's very true. Yeah. Very true. So, what happens uh, tonight, unless anybody has anything else to add? Doesn't sound like it. All right. Nope. Um, actually, I think I have something. Okay. All right. Because, um, and it's, it's mostly for AJ to decide, but Shiva has had her job for mm. one and a half months by now. And since it's on, since it is on the internet, there's a chance, uh, some sort of, I don't know, Weaver Spirit has told Taran about it. I don't know. I would imagine that that has in fact happened, yes. Probably. Are you asking Weaver Spirits to spy on us now, AJ? No. What is this? No, they volunteer, they volunteer the information because they like her. <laughs> That's actually a good point. She does, uh, she does have that magnetism towards Weaver Spirits, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. She has a spirit ancestor, but yeah, she also has spirit magnetism. So what, the Weaver Spirits are all like, Hey, hey, we got some juicy stuff on your friend you wanna know? <laughs> I think it's cool that, that the spirits are trying to curry favor with her because usually within the vampire, the werewolf narrative, it's the other way around, right? We jump yeah. through hoops to please the spirits, <laughs> but we have some, some minor spirits here who are like, hey, hey boss, hey. I hey Karen, send a Google it. banana split Okay, guys, 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 can I? Does anyone have anything else? I have a feeling it's because they haven't had a glasswalker willing to listen to them for a very long while. Well, that's probably part of it. <laughs> probably. Um, Anybody have anything else that's happened over the course of these 16 months? Well, Fenna has been showing a bit of interest, or rather hatred towards those um, goddamn vampires, especially Victoria. And uh, around Halloween, she had a mental breakdown-ish when... Uh, when her dad spotted her. Yeah. That's yeah. true. There was an incident. Yes. Yes. All right. It's prime, prime real estate for, for being talked about eventually. Yep. Mm. So. All right. Mm. I'm going to return to what we are doing tonight then. Sure. Mm. Uh, you have been informed, told, instructed, whatever you want to call it. To make your way to Odd's uh, place, you're getting an address. All of you have gotten an address. The reason for which being that the local Fae have taken an interest in you guys. They've taken an interest in you guys specifically because they too have a presence in the Umbra. It's not massive, but it is there. And they have... They have um, learned that Raven has made some kind of prophecy about you. And changelings, fey, whatever you want to call them, really, really, really flock to prophecy like magpies to shiny objects. Nerds. And as a result, they really want to know what this thing is all about. 
you have consequently been told, as I said, to go to Ord's place, where you are informed that a few people will uh, will meet you, including Ord, and he will then take you to um, he will then take you to the Bleeding Horse, where you will get a chance to meet at least some of the local Fey. Uh, again, you you are reminded politely but firmly to be on your fucking best behavior while you're there because this is a this is a, an alliance that the guru just simply cannot for afford to fuck up um so at the time we join you uh it is early evening you were told yesterday to go and see odd tonight you all got uh, an address. You were all told that casual clothes are just fine. This isn't, you know, they don't expect Guru to turn up wearing finery, especially not at the Bleeding Horse, which is the nightclub. So, yeah. Has anyone, um, has anyone cared to mention how we are supposed to inform the, the Fae about the nature of the, um, of the prophecy? When we don't know shit about it? <laughs> They're not asking you to inform them about the nature of the prophecy. They're just asking to see you. Okay. Well, that makes it easier. They want to see the chosen one. It also makes it a tiny bit more unsettling. <laughs> just a little. <clears throat> well, I know they said casual, but I think Shiva has spent way too much time trying to find the perfect outfit so she'll make a good impression. Fair enough. <clears throat> Fair enough. You know, just around the amount of casual and classy and, you know, yep. enhancing her natural beauty. So, do you well, guys... You, you told me that Finna has actually once or twice been around the fairy court in the Umbra, right? So there is no making first impressions for her, really. At least not to all of them. Are you Whatever. trying to weasel out of having to sniff people? What? No, no, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, say, well, Finna doesn't, Finna only has, what, two sets of dedicated clothes anyway, so. Yeah. Better make a good, well, if any good impression is to be made, it better be the one where she doesn't suddenly get naked. I understand. Um, for, uh, as far as it, uh, it matters, then for, for Aaron, he's, he has, to, also has two, uh, two sets of dedicated clothing, and he's wearing the non-formal one. So, yes. Yeah. Both right. are thinness and informal. I'm actually going to be really nice to you guys and say that over the course of the last 16 months, you would have gotten another two sets of dedicated clothing. It's not a very complicated right for them to make. It just takes a little time. But it's nice to have at least some different clothes to change between. That's nice of them. In that case, I might actually go in, in a set that is a bit more slummy looking than the one I had that was casual before. Like, it's definitely still casual, but... The one, the, the casual one Aaron had before is like high class casual. Yeah. So this is more like jeans and the t-shirt and maybe a bomber jacket yeah, or like something. A, a windbreaker and a flat cap. Yeah. It was right. in the middle of the summer now, right? Yep. It would be July, I believe. Mm-hmm. It is, in fact, the. It is mid-July, and it is 2015, obviously, so let's go back to 2015 July and find a good date. Uh, I am doing so right now, July. 
Okay, it is in fact now, it's Saturday, no, it's Friday the 17th of July. Uh, Colonel's birthday is the next day then. Ha! <laughs> that's wonderful. I have to think of what Santa might have gotten him as a present. Yep, same. I already know what Shiva got him. Same. Mm. All right. Also, in in regards to outfit, I don't think Shiva felt like her dedicated clothes were good enough. So she is only wearing dedicated underwear and then, you know, normal outfit. Sure, sure, sure. Yep, we've literally just come off of a new moon on the 17th. We're starting on the very thinnest of crescents. Cool. It was very, very nice of them to factor that into our diplomatic relations. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. There you go. All right. Um, well, okay, so, so what is the scene where we start? Well, I would imagine that you guys pretty much that you meet up um, before heading to uh, to uh, to Odds um, flat. Yeah, sure. Uh, you are. Let's just say that you are down at the. Um, you are at the uh, staircase leading up to. Well, no, you're not. You're you are. In fact, you uh, let me see. You are on the Dublin South map, correct? Yes, you are. Good. Then you are located. You are located. Please just ping whenever you find it. Yep, I'm. I am. I'm just looking for the right place here. Ah, there we go. You are in fact located here. Ah, there. Uh, you ping? just pinged, didn't you? There you go. I asked you to shift ping because... <laughs> yes, I did an alt ping for some reason. I shift ping now. Here we go. Yes, Taryn. How could you? I don't know, but that this is where. Yes. Good. And uh, the bleeding horse, of course, is not far away from there. Uh, Odd has actually moved to this place over the last couple of years. He used to live, live in Dublin North, but he's now moved down there. Hey, look what I found. <laughs> True, Daniel Street, yes. What did you find? Daniel, Daniel Street. Street. Ah, wonderful. Yep, that's that's obviously the best place in Dublin. Uh-huh. I have a question. Yes? What good is in a university for infants? Whom <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Women's and Infants University. It's a university hospital. Oh, see, Rasmus, what you don't understand is that um, we have a very lax attitude towards education in Denmark. <laughs> yeah, no, it's when you see that little H next to it, it's because it's an, it's a hospital. Fair enough. And it only admits women. Can't find it though. I like the idea of baby geniuses. No! Hey. Oh, over there! Alright, guys, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> You are, as I said, you are right here. I know where to find Victoria. Yeah. Shut up, Hilly. God Please. damn it. Let's pay attention to the GM now. We'll still each other now. So, yeah, go on, scene. Thank you. Uh, you are um, literally maybe 50 yards away from, from, uh, um, from the entrance. 
to uh, to the house where he lives. Yeah. There are, as you guys uh, have been informed, there are only two actual flats in this particular building. There, there's a a store downstairs, and then there are two flats on top of that. Hmm. Well, he's in the. Are they next to each other or are they on separate separate stories? They are on uh on separate stories. So he's in he's on the first floor and uh well the store is on the ground floor obviously, then he's on the first floor, and then there's somebody else on the second floor. Cool. Well, I guess we're going in. I yeah. think it's very quiet. It's it's evening, as I said. The um the uh uh situation of course is that the um Moon or the sun has gone down, so it's a matter of finding out what moon phase we are in. And I'm looking now, May. I think Chris said so earlier. Oh, thank you. The very slimmest of present moon. Yes, we've li- yeah, we've literally just had a a new moon on the 16th. We're on yep. the yep. slim crescent on the 17th. Very slim crescent, but yes, good. You are um, uh, so so you are looking at a um, an almost. Uh, dark night sky. Uh, of course, it is within the city limits, so you, there are street lights and so on. But um, this is also the world of darkness. So the street lights down this particular street, or cul-de-sac as it is, don't work. It's dark. Lovely. Of course. Well, I guess we know where he lives, so... Might as well just head there. Indeed. Yeah. I assume we've already met and gray agreed with each other and we're just walking together. Yeah, that's yeah. the idea. Yeah. Hmm. Alright. Well um any uh, do we explode on our way to his house? No, no, you don't. When you, when you get closer hmm? uh I'm. I am assuming that everybody is walking there in Homet. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. Sure. Well, what do I know? Makes sense. <laughs> no, no, but would my so we, we all we all arrived in Krynos. <laughs> you could have gone in Zufus. Oh, oh you're all in. You're all in 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 Homet, No problem. You are approaching, and depending on your perception plus alertness you all notice this but at different times perhaps but you can you, you do notice a strange kind of smell as you get close to the door what does it smell like um someone who hasn't taken a bath in way too long oh so uh, one of the bones was awesome i don't have to get up close you also <laughs> as you get a little bit closer than that you also smell blood. Uh oh, that's worse. Trouble. Uh, yeah, I think so too. Were the lights out? Yeah, yeah. How fast can I rush in and still at the same time? Mm, not ter- not terribly. <laughs> well, I've got to do that. I think I just start jogging too. Like, yeah. um, if, if, uh, you're, you're she, very, she means to stealth, right? Then I, if I then go in not stealthing, then there's less of a chance she'll be spotted. True. Well, as you reach the, the door, you find that the, the front door, the one that, where you would actually have to buzz to be let in, is ajar. 
primarily because somebody's foot is stuck in it. Stuck in it still? Yeah, well, somebody's lying on the floor inside and their foot is sticking out the door. Uh-oh. Okay, who is this lucky person? It's a woman, and it's clearly the woman smelling very badly. Hmm. It's always a woman. Anyone we know? Well, you may have seen her a couple of times. Um, it's Trisha. Oh, is she okay? Uh, she's very dead. I, I was she's about to dead? ask. I was about very. to ask. Is she is she smitten from dying so hard she shed herself? No. <laughs> no, she was a well. Baron well, just <laughs> rushes over to her and tries to check her. Of course, finding out that she is indeed dead. Yeah, and finding is. out that she is indeed dead, Fenner is going to look around for any traces of who might have done it, especially if they're still there. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Five dots in perception plus, plus alertness. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there is... I'm, I'm going to have to describe this in a little bit of detail because it's important. Sure. The walls of the hallway are painted an emerald green. Mm-hmm, yeah. But the, um, there are footmarks on the, f- on, on the stairs, bloody footprints, and there are hand marks, large, very large hand marks, as if somebody has been steadying themselves on the way up the stairs. They're also covered in blood. I need to ask is, uh, do you mean footprints or shoe prints? Uh, shoe prints. Okay. Um. Are the handprints human-like? Yes, they are. Okay. She, I think she whispers to whoever is nearby. I think we need to check on Odd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Still mode up the stairs. Yeah. Not you, yeah. mode up the stairs. For as, as far as I'm concerned, I. When you reach the first floor, you have to turn around the um, uh, the stairs once to get there. When you get halfway up the last flight of stairs, even though it's pitch black here, you, you can tell something is badly, uh, very badly wrong. Uh, the door is shattered. Uh-oh. There, there are pieces of wood from the door on on the um uh, what's it called on the landing and down the stairs Taryn changes into lupus and starts sniffing around Aaron walks There's... into the apartment and starts uh, calling for Ord. Yeah then it is just all smooth because Aaron insists on yeah, you, you, you feel free to to be in stealth mode of course but I I think uh, Aaron is rushing basically because he has no idea w- when Trisha died, or if Odd is still alive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, very... but what, what's the point in trying to stay quiet and unseen when a dragon is roaring and spitting fire right next to you? <laughs> don't say that. Don't say that. Striking from hiding is nice. But, uh... Well, you. Uh, it's very quiet, apart from you, of course. It's completely quiet in, in, the, uh, in the flat. Mm-hmm. Look around, try and see if I can find Odd. Or a broken window or something that might indicate that he's not here. You hear a voice in your ear, very odd, screechy voice, as if it comes from very far away, um, whispering or 
Well, it's hard to say if it's whispering or what it is, but it's words that you've, they are words that you've heard before saying when everything turns red rather than green, when all is silent and when the Tuatha de Danann are no longer dancing at the hills of Tara. These six, these six. Um, is there like physical reaction to hearing this? Like, does it hurt? Does it like sting? Well, it uh, makes, it makes, it does make all the little hairs on your neck probably stand on end, but other than that, no. Was it only Aaron? Go on. Was it only Aaron? uh, It's everyone who is in the flat. Well, Finna would be. Sheila would be as well. Yeah. (laughs) Turner looks up. (laughs) Did you guys hear that? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can still smell blood. Trying to follow. Well, you move through the, the front hallway and through the kitchen and into the living room. Mm-hmm. And you behold a scene of absolute, <coughs> absolute devastation and carnage. Uh, Odd is lying there, uh, um, Basically, uh, uh, half thrown across his own couch. Uh, the wounds on his chest and throat and face are absolutely horrible, horrible, terrible. Uh, he's, he is very, very dead. Um, there are, um, uh, there, there is someone lying behind the couch. You can see a hand, um, you know, g- coming out from behind the couch down on the floor, there is a, a pool of blood that has, that has uh, settled back there as well. And across the living room table, if you turn your head, is, um, uh, Michael O'Shea. Where's that again? Finds a way. Oh, no! Oh shit! Dead or alive? Very dead. Fuck! Taryn rushes over to the guy behind the couch. That's Nick. Turns into back into her own. Nick! No! Taliesin hears you, turns, runs up, and beholds the corpse. And then just freezes. Finna is, um, Finna stands. Finna just backs up against the wall with her arms over her mouth, trying not to puke. Yep. I've already spent one temporary willpower to not gag. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually probably a good idea. Yeah. Hold on. I, um... Uh, I, I, then, want, I want to know, I want to ask my, my storyteller here, I want to ask you, Joan, the, as far as I'm aware, like both my understanding of werewolf law, but also my understanding of, of what would be Aaron's understanding of of us, of our society, uh, four of us just dying like this is practically unheard of, right? It is. <clears throat> it is. Like something in, intensely wrong has happened here. Like something unbelievably horrible has happened here. Yeah. So. Um, I want. I don't have. Um, I don't have uh, common sense. So feel free to deny me knowledge of this. Um, I want to say Aaron's first reaction would be to when 
the horror when, when he regains control of himself would be to go to a window, tear it open, and just scream a, a howl, like the howl for, for the, the rest of the Sept to hear back in, um, yeah. in the green, to know that, that, like, basically the war howl. Yeah. As, as you move over there, um, everyone who's basically at Nick's uh, side right now, you, you see him, he's, he opens his eyes very slowly. So there's still life in the old geezer. Oh shit. Oh thank Nick. god. Heck. Uh, I'm glad to see you guys. Terran tries to slowly turn him around so he had an easier time breathing. It's too late. Don't try any. Just oh, get back, back to the set before it's too late. Don't cry to see yourself. No, no use. No use. It's my time, kids. It's my time now. I've had enough time. Get back to the set and warn them. About what? They... The ones who... who danced the spiral are here. Get back and warn them. Let's, let's get out of here, guys. Colonel starts moving toward the exit. Say, um, Lupus runs faster, right? Yeah. Lupus. Yep. Aaron makes sure he's the last out of the apartment. Yeah. Um, before she leaves, she will whisper a, a, a brief, I'm sorry, and then she will. As she'll you... snap. Yeah. Oh, sorry, go on, go on. She'll snap a picture of the scene in case people don't believe them. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, that's yeah. Um, and then she'll, she'll and then she'll what? Sorry. Run with the others. Yes. As you run down the stairs, the lot of you, all of you, you hear in your voice that's or in your in your ears that same slightly screechy voice <coughs> going on. These six will wash away blood with blood, drown tears with tears, burn rage with rage, and as the sept is torn and split asunder, these six must stay within my eye. When the once dead laugh, when dreams become nightmares, when the silver river no longer burns the flesh of, si of she who was lost, and who now hides? Yes, these six must remain within my eye, or all will wither and die. I think that makes Terran run even faster. <laughs> I need mm -hmm. to ask one question before I'm the last out of that apartment. Yep. Any of the ones dead known for carrying uh, fetishes or ta uh, talents that nope. uh, we should um, that we Bring. should reclaim for the sept? That's a very good question, but no. 
Okay. I think uh, Aaron would have to drag Tellius in a way. That's going to be what's happening. Uh, yes. And then, yeah, but then we all run out and I see, and then we hear and the prophecy. And... He probably laments shouting at you, but he is like dragging, pushing, and just barking at you to get your ass moving. Mm hmm. Okay. As Taliesin is. Um... Oh, nice. Uh, as Taliesin's running, as he gets out the door, he is only vaguely aware that he's shaking, and it's only about halfway through the journey that he realizes that he's shaking with absolute rage. The kind of rage where he just genuinely wants to let it happen. Yeah. Yeah, and when uh, <laughs> when we hear that uh, last part of the prophecy, Finna just scrolls and says, Shut up! Yep. As she runs. Well, okay. I um, I think she was teary-eyed as she turns into a wolf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you all rush back through this, the streets uh, of Dublin, and obviously having six very large dogs run free like that is unusual, but you're, I, I'm assuming you're going by as many side alleys and back streets and, as possible. Yeah. And rooftops! <laughs> yeah, and rooftops in your case, probably. Uh, in insofar as uh, as we're able to, and I, I don't want to say that people can't run this direction or that away, um, but uh, Aaron, who is running in the back, is kind of snapping at people's heels and trying to make sure they stay where he can see everyone, because he yeah. doesn't want anyone to isolate themselves out of sight. Don't split the party! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what he, he says something akin to that, but less nerdy. Yeah. <laughs> No problem. We haven't split the party by running on rooftops. We've just made sure that some of us have the higher ground. Mm. All right. Some of us can't see you if you get stabbed. You know what? You have to move. I will just paint something here to uh, what illustrate. What time of day is it? Late it's night. Maybe no, early evening. Night. You have to get there. Cool. Do we get there? Yes, yes, you do. Um, although you have uh, a number of people um, spotting you, mm. it can't really be helped. Even if you do go by back roads and so on, um, you do get there eventually. Okay. Um, I think, um, barring anyone else's reaction... Uh, well, first things first, we get there, are, the, are any of the sept around St. Stephen's Green? Are they in St. Stephen's Green? I was going to uh, ask... Um, sorry, oh, sorry, you may... Go on, uh, go on first. Okay, the, the, my question was about, because the first session we actually had, where we uh, got to join at the first mood, mm -hmm. there was a ritual required to even yep. enter. Um, yep. And so I'm, I'm wondering if we've just grown accustomed to shouting at someone to open the door. Actually, what normally happens is that some of the spirits will inform those inside that somebody wants to be let in. Okay. Um, yeah. I was curious about that. Not that I, I didn't want to say that, like, if we had got in, then of course we got in. I was just, yeah. Are there people outside the gates along yes. with us? Uh, Taliesin. No, none, none of your people. There are uh, dreamers. It's a Friday night. Dreamers? 
Regular people. No, All right. Normals. Uh, Taliesin, not even thinking, not really thinking straight about it, fight, sees them and just starts growling and barking very angrily at them to sort of push them off, get them away. That makes them run, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. What? Why would they do that? Because there's a wolf. <laughs> Six wolves and one of them seems aggressive. Mm-hmm. Well, very much. I don't get thoughts. it. We're basically two hours. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. And then, yeah, and then, and then just sort of continues growling under his breath, but is looking very intently at the at the gate. Uh, it takes longer than normal, but eventually you are let in. But it it does take significantly longer than it normally does. It takes long enough that people start to approach you guys from outside. Uh, dreamers start noticing you, and there you know a few people are, are basically approaching you uh, from across the the, um, the street. I have a question, and that is, uh, would it um, would it be best for keeping the the veil that we? disappear in behind the protective barrier of the green and vanish and then people will be like oh whatever and just go about or will will this cause enough of a stir that we might be better off with one of us going into crinos and causing a bit of hysteria and delirium and then people will just i don't think i think i saw something and then have that Who knows, thing tomorrow. do you have common sense no i'm, I'm asking because i don't um, I, I don't expect my gm to tell me this so instead i ask some of us do have common sense, though. She can answer for us. Yeah, she, yeah. she would. She would uh, because you have that. She could tell you without being asked first. But uh, I, I. Well, yeah, yeah. But she, she has made it clear that she's not going to remember what everyone has. So it would be wise of us to actually poke her once in a while and say, "Hey, I have common sense." Exactly. exactly. In that case, what does our common sense say? Uh, that, quite frankly, right now, uh, it would probably just be better if you guys pretended to bolt down the, the side of the, uh, uh the north side of, of, of the green, mm-hmm. and then perhaps slink in once you get a little further down, uh, that road, uh, that, ro- uh, road, you, you would be able to slink into the green through the, um, uh, through the barriers there. Okay. So, so because Connell does not have common sense, uh, he turns around toward the dreamers and starts snarling at them. Well, that's yeah. what Telly hasn't did at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, 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 once they get snarled at, they, most people, you know, they, they will just turn around and it's like, okay, angry dog, not going to go close to that thing, and then they start moving away. In okay, that so case, uh, I think, um, Shiva says, I assume we can talk in Garou speech. Yes, you can. She was says uh, to follow her, and she just, then she does exactly what you described. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Taliesin, Taliesin follows. I make sure to snap at people's heels again. Make sure people don't stay behind. Ah, rah, rah, rah. You mm-hmm. get you. You all get into the green one way or another, but you all get into the green, and the moment you get in there, you can hear an almighty ruckus. Taran just keeps running towards it. Can, mm-hmm. can you do a mid-run change? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Turn okay. do without thinking about it. <laughs> uh, in that case, that is what Shiva does, which means she's in her underwear, but she doesn't really care right now. Uh, <laughs> what is the scene that we come across? You come across an argument in, or what looks like mm. it's the 
It looks like it's the arse end of an argument, really, between um, Ross and Siobhan on one side and Eric and Gorman and uh, a few others on the other side. It, it's it's quite loud. It's, it's very acrimonious. There's a lot of insults uh, being thrown, even as you approach. And just as you get there what you're going to see before any of you have a chance to react. So I'm going to explain what it is you see as you approach. Mm-hmm. Um, you see all of the aforementioned, basically most of the sept changes into either Hispo or Krenos. And it is very clear that in about three seconds flat, blood is going to start flying along with tufts of fur and quite likely a few internal organs. Um, and then you hear a voice that you have only heard very briefly once or twice when she's been visiting, um, from a, uh, a young woman, um, who's actually, as you guys know, she's actually from the Sept out at Tara, but she has been visiting once in a while, uh, who starts yipping and barking. She's not actually saying anything, but she's taunting. This in would be a bleeding pause? It, yes, well, that's not her name just yet, but yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fenna's set into a howl just to get their attention off of whatever they're doing. Like, yeah. Loud, unexpected they, sound. They don't even pay you the slightest attention. Can I ask a question about the, the thing that led up to almost killing each other? Yeah. Coming in as we did on the arse end of some form of argument. Yes. Um, it, like, just from the words exchanged, is it possible to have no. any inkling no. of what the no. subject no. was? No, okay. none. It's long gone past what it was actually about and okay. has degenerated into general acrimony and, and, uh, name calling and threats of violence. And, um, as I said, it's, it's, you, you hear her yipping and and barking and even you guys feel horribly provoked by it like seriously pissed off and provoked this is this this little bitch quite frankly is basically in guru speak pushing every single primal button in every one of you's um uh, arsenal all at once Calling you everything from soft to cowardly to stupid to feckless to gormless to uh, a bunch of of uh, of poodle humping layabout no good bullshit useless wankers. Oh no, we're gormless. So, um, Say it isn't so. Has he died too? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's uh, one of the people who are getting fought. Uh, who's, who's about to get into a fight? But yeah. Uh, so people are, it seems like blood's about to be shit, right? Yes. And we saw how many four dead? Yes. Okay, when the hull doesn't work, Finna tries yelling at the top of her lungs. She still loses You, you can't. Still, you uh, can't. I you think, are yes. pissed off and about to start chasing her. Oh, wonderful. Well, Taryn's gonna run past the No, that's a right. <laughs> Is there? That was a right that she used. Every and there's, werewolf. There's no safe in, against it? No. Every werewolf in this set is turning around to chase her. Everyone. 
then off we go. Yep. Yeah, behold. it doesn't sound like we really have much of a choice. No, this behold. Is, you don't. Behold. I'm yeah, sorry, but you don't. Behold role players, cutscene power to the max. <laughs> I told you. I already wrote it. Calm down, this is a cutscene. Reading the chat. Oh I knew. This 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 um this revolution will not be civilized. No. Anyway. <clears throat> well I guess we chase her then. Let's hear it. Yes. It's a chase. It's a wild chase in Looper's form for the entire set. So you guys think that your little skedaddle across <laughs> across a few streets of Dublin was anything? We've just basically the the news tomorrow will report that apparently a kennel had a had a break in and somebody let out all the dogs. Who <laughs> let the dog? Sorry, go on. What were you saying? Hela, what were you saying? Oh no, it's just I, I stopped myself from continuing that one, but then no. I realized that I have a person making bad jokes. Yes, yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> so you guys basically start chasing after this uh, this young Fina who is running for her life, literally. If anybody were to catch up with her, that would probably be very, very, very bloody. Okay. I assume and though for the sorry, I assume though for the sake of um the sake of what of um I assume that she's she's too quick for that at first. She she is. She manages to stay in front of absolutely everyone. For the sake of the narrative. And she does. She really does run that fast. Yes. And she gets she leads everyone out of um, out of the city and towards Tara. Oh. And once you get to Tara, eventually, she, well, she runs, she, she jumps over the fence. There's like a fence circling the entire area. She, she jumps over the fence, runs up to the hills themselves. <laughs> You okay, uh, uh, Heine? It's very loud from your end. Oh yeah, sure. Sorry. Um, you, you. Uh, oh, she jumps over the fence, runs up to the hills, and right around that time, she just can't stay in front anymore, and she's completely winded, totally exhausted. And uh, Siobhan and Eric, for once in their lives, actually seem to agree on something, and they both pounce on her. And they are just about to rip her head off, probably in a very literal sense, when everyone seems to start coming back around and you hear Ross's voice just very loud, bellowing, STOP! I assume we all stop. Well, a couple of people actually have to pull Eric off her, but yeah. She's blackened, uh, her face is blackened from, from the few punches that he's already managed to land on her. And uh, I imagine, for the sake of um, I, well, I say that I'm going to try and say this is without sounding sarcastic, I do apologise. I imagine that her paws are quite bloody. They are indeed. She has literally run herself bloody. 
wouldn't most of the rest of us have as well? No, no. We no. ran the same distance. Yes, no. She's run it twice. Oh, okay. Yeah. In one night. That's the thing. Yep. So the rest of you are very, very sore and would probably like to sit down and rub your feet, but I she's literally this, bleeding. I have the sense that Ross didn't stop us to save her. I assume our our Sept Alpha called us to stop because he's noticed something interesting about the situation. Everything is deathly quiet. There is nobody else here. This is the largest Phenocept in the world, and the most powerful one, and everything is just quiet. Interesting, very interesting. Um, what do you guys know. say we uh, we take a break here, and uh, when we come back, we can find out what's uh, what's happened to the Scepter Tower? Fuck your cliffhanger! <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm so happy you're pleased. All right, well, um, let's take a break now, and uh, we'll be right back with more Song Atara. And we're back, everyone. Hey. You know what I re just realized? What? The Song Atara has finally reached Tara. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, now it is. Thank you so much. To start singing. I, um, I think if, well, if no one else reacts, I think Shiva, you know, blinks a couple of times, uh, shaking off the effect, and then she starts marching towards Ras. He In does look. Nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> he does look at you. He's seen. He's seen people wearing less walking towards him. So yeah, and he can probably also tell from her body language and expression that she's very serious. Um, does I, he say uh, anything when I arrive? Or no, he he looks expectantly at you as if he's expecting you to have something to add to the horrible situation. Just add well, to this that Aaron is right behind you. Mm. And when as as soon as she's in uh, within reach, she um, she just says, uh, "Odd, Nick, Trisha, Michael are dead." What? We found them in in Odd's apartment. They were he, massacred. He looks genuinely horrified at that. You know, like, this man who is never phased, you can just paint it on his features. He is shocked. And I think at this point, Shiva has, is teary-eyed again. Would have said something if that little bitch wasn't yipping. Um, Taliesin comes up behind um, Shiva, or next to Shiva, his eyes burning, and remembering what... Um, Nick had told him about gritting his teeth just hisses out three very very simple words to Ross as addition to what she's just said Black Spiral Dancers That was nearly quelled I think you need to say that again without swallowing your microphone okay. <laughs> yes. Black Spiral Dancers He doesn't speak to that he he looks resigned in a way um it's like the initial shock died with that mm. Mm. <sighs> uh, Joe and I have to ask uh, Connor looks toward Cats how does she react Cat stands up she has a look of of 
absolute determination on her face, but she stands up and she approaches uh, Ross as well, waits to be acknowledged. Acknowledged. Uh, he looks at her and says, uh, yes. What do you want, Kat? And she looks around and says, this place is completely deserted. There are no defenders in this place. And while I realize that at the moment there are no defenders, at least except for the spirits back at the green, there aren't even spirits here right now. I think they, it doesn't feel like the, the, the cairn is, is as such is dead. I think they've gone into hiding. Ross, this is disastrous. This place should never be unguarded. Where's your brother? Ross shakes his head and says, I haven't got the faintest clue. He's not supposed to leave this place. He's never supposed to leave this place, except, well, with Stark's permission, of course, like when he's visited the Raven's Eye. And uh, if he leaves, then then his second in command is supposed to always be here at the Cairn. His beta is supposed to... They can't both leave at the same time. It's not allowed. Cat? Yes. You said that it looks like the spirits have gone into hiding. Have I mentioned that the spirits back at home seem to be foraging? You mean they've been, what, foraging? Like building nests? Gathering, well, food and stuff, yeah. Hmm, I think you did mention that once. Shiva raises her hand. Yes, Shiva, what about you? I think... I think when we left, we were told the continuation of the prophecy. Um, and she looks to the others because it's quite clear she doesn't remember all of it. Uh, is it all right? Before I, before I step in, I'd like to say, would anyone else like to recite it? I think the obvious choice is, um, is Taryn. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Mm. Are you there? I'm here, but I were an idiot and closed it down. But yeah, Taryn would have remembered everything. Oh, it's still there. It's under the handouts. Uh, right, there. Nancy just starts. These six will wash away blood with blood, drown trees with te uh, drown tears with tears, burn rage with rage. And as the scepters turn and split asunder, these six must stay within my eye. When the ones that laugh, laugh, the dreams become nightmares. When the silver river no longer burns the flesh of she who was lost and now who hides, and who now hides, yes, these six must remain within my eye, or all will wither and die. Cat looks uh, at at uh, Taryn with uh, a grateful nod, and she looks back to um, then she looks back to uh, to Ross. You he you heard it, she said. 
when the sept is torn and split asunder, look at us. We were we were seconds away from killing each other, Ross. I have the utmost respect for you as a leader, Ross. You know that. But for once in your damned miserable life, make the right decision right now. That has every Fina in the group or in the in the set, except for Gorman, um, uh, and <laughs> and Shiva, on their feet, and uh, hackles raised and growling and approaching her, and a good number of people lining up behind her. I think actually St- uh, Shiva also steps in front or in between, and glares at them. In a sort of now you fucking behave yourself kind of look. Ross sends um, Shiva a, 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 an appreciative nod when she does that. Everyone here needs to shut up right now. Runs with Stack. What's your order? He thinks. He doesn't just answer, he thinks, and it's clear that he's contemplating what to do. First, this is we cannot afford to lose either of the two sets or either of the two cairns. But we've just lost four of our number tonight from our group. And there's nobody here and we have to assume the worst. My brother would not leave without letting me know, much as we disagree on things, we have to assume the worst especially with what you just told us and with what Raven just said. We don't have any choice. Until such a time as my brother's fate is finally known or he returns to us alive and well and hale and healthy, I hereby assume the mantle of Ari of all Fina in Ireland and the world. It is upon me to defend this cairn, the holiest of holy, from this point forward until somebody else takes upon themselves that same mantle. There is a moment of absolute silence from everyone else. I don't know about you guys. Uh, Fena mumbles to herself. He's telling us to assume the worst, but I don't know what's so bad. what could be so bad that even the spirits have been spirited away. Um, I think Aaron shares in the silence for a moment, and yeah. just because he's kind, I think he's he's pissed at um, at the divisive nature of uh, of the rest of the sept. Yeah. Uh, so, and I don't think he means to. I think he just barks at everyone else. Does Does anyone object to runs with stack taking the uh, taking that position? Anyone? Colonel studies cat intently. Cat intensely. Sorry. Cat uh, folds her arms across her chest, and there is an there is something on her face and in her eye that tells, first and foremost, that says to you that she agrees with what he just did, but there is also something on her face that says now do the right thing. She just it, she doesn't actually say it, but it's painted on her face. Ross then looks around again, and you can all see that that uh, Siobhan looks like she's kind of expecting something. <laughs> and Siobhan, and he looks at her and says, I will need my beta here. You are next in line to be Banrian if I should fall. 
But we are not enough, and this sept can only be tended and minded by our tribe. Every Fina, every Fina except for you, Shiva, because of what Raven said. Shiva nods, kind and of every, thinking. And every, well, and every Fina except for the lass over there, bleeding paws. That'll be your name. You just passed. But we can't have you here, not after that. You two will be the, the last Fina. In the Raven's Eye sets, cats, it's yours. There is an explosion of sound. Taryn draws whatever she had in her hand. I assume that is uh, obje- like uh, as an explosion of objection. No, it's it's mixed. The the fina explode in in objection, and several others are, are speak or several others are um, are clearly not in agreement either. The get of Fenris in in well the remaining get of Fenris that would be uh, apart from the two in your group. I don't mm. know. I can't say how you guys react, but other than that, um. So Eric and Xenia are cheering. Gorman is cheering, even though he wouldn't actually be in that sept anymore. But he is cheering. Both of the um, both of the um, uh, what are they called the uh, um, Black Furies are cheering. Cesar is cheering. Um, there are a few who aren't really saying much. Shiva would be one of those. Yeah, I number Aaron among those as well. Uh, I think <clears throat> Connor will probably um, uh, be smiling, nodding uh, a bit at the uh, the announcement. Yeah, yeah Fena isn't really cheering, but uh, it's written all over her. This is the best thing that <laughs> happened in this situation. Yeah. I think um, Shiva fully turns to Ross and gives him a very deep nod, almost a bow. And then she turns to Kat and nods to her as well. She returns it. Ross looks like he's just gotten ten years older over the course of about five minutes. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> but he's also, <clears throat> he's calm, he's collected, he's he's with it. Good. Uh, I was almost about to have a reaction to that. No, no, he, but it's it's definitely a tragedy, but he is definitely not losing it or anything of the sort. He's Good. very much with it. And he... Um, he looks at the rest of the Fina, um, apart from the two that he's listed, and he says, everyone else can go back to Dublin. We have to stay here and make preparations. We have no idea if what will happen. We might not live the rest of the night. We might never know what has happened here. But something bad, whatever it was, it was something bad. And we have to prepare for the worst. Is there any man or woman here who isn't prepared to die 
to defend this place. And he looks to the, the Fina, obviously, and they all, they all shake their heads. They're all prepared. Clearly he's asking if anybody is not prepared and they, they, nobody's putting up their hands. Hmm. So he nods and then he turns and looks at Kant and says, we may not agree on a lot of things, Kat. But we have to make this work. She nods. There is no question on, uh, of, uh, she isn't hiding anything. She isn't playing. This is the most upfront and forthright you have, any of you have seen her since you arrived in, in the set. And she, uh, and, and she nods and says, yes, we do. We are going to be very badly under strength, both places, and we're going to have to be able to rely on each other. Um, I suggest that we let, uh, Nuri run back and forth with any messages that are needed that we can't send a spirit with a message off. And Ross nods and goes, yes, that, that would be, the best option. He's, he's skilled at delivering messages safely and swiftly. Obviously, that's what's his, that's what his tribe are known for. <clears throat> you can't leave Raven's Eye undefended any longer with what has happened. Can't get your people together and go back. She nods. She looks at everybody else, turns around and goes, Eric. <clears throat> Connell, find us some feckin' cars. Yeah, boss. Connell starts, runs off to find some cars. Eric goes with you. The rest of you, um, <clears throat> you do. Um, I think. Shiva then realizes that Mary is Athena, so she won't return to Dublin. So I think she goes to find her to just kind of wordlessly say goodbye for now. Yeah. She gives you a hug. And it is and, returned. And then she puts uh, her key in your hands. Well, you still need a place to sleep. I expect to get that back eventually. And I'll keep it clean until you get back. <laughs> All right. Take care of yourself. And for goodness sakes, for Gaia's sake, she says, don't let the Gets completely destroy the place. <laughs> you know Just... I won't. Good. Good. Hey, Sheila. Yeah? I'm fucking proud of you. You've come a long way. That makes, you know... Shiva just smiles and holds back tears because she's really <laughs> sad. And I think she just hugs uh, Mary again. Yep. What about the rest of you? What do you guys do? Finna is um, kind of staying quiet while waiting for the moment we turn around to leave so she can deliver her final um, well, farewell line. Yep. <laughs> uh, let me see a minute. I think 
I think the moment, I think it's a, it may cost, but I think it's going to be appropriate if I do this. Uh, I'd like to spend a gnosis point and use one of my, use my Gaillard gift at this moment, if that's all right. Yes, which one is that? Call of the Wild. Ooh. Give me a second. I need to roll. Ah, I can't remember how to roll again. Is that like a call of nature? Because, oh, well, um, you know, for the benefit of, um, of our listeners, could you inform us what Call of the Wild does? Call how of the different Wild. is it from a call of nature? Very different, thank <laughs> God. Werewolf may send his slash her howl far beyond the normal range of hearing and imbue it with great emotion, stirring the hearts of fellow guru and chilling the bones of all others. Yes. Give me a moment. I need to... How do I roll dice so I'm doing it? Stamina plus empathy. Um, you open your character sheet. As always. And uh, then uh, once you are on your character sheet, you scroll down until you find... Um, uh, the dice pools that just okay. below your ability dots. There's yep. a, a series of um, like blank spaces called uh, dice pools. You yep. Just uh, find one, like the top one. Just remove all, remove attribute, remove ability. Just have leave those blank. Click roll, and then enter in for a pool mod. Enter the amount of dice you would have to roll. Okay. Is there a difficulty uh, on Call of the Wild? If you have to roll, then there's a difficulty. The question is what it is. Um, let's see. Number of success. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, stamina plus empathy. If it's there's no difficulty, difficulty and it's, If there's no difficulty listed, it's a difficulty of six. Correct. Let's see what happens. Two. Two successes. Excellent. That's good. Okay, that's something. That's yeah, not that's, bad. That's, no, that's not bad at all. That's a good success. That actually, and what happens is he leans his head back and he howls. Mm-hmm. And as he howls, other, <coughs> sorry, other Gayards join in one at a time. And they, uh, and uh, the, the, the howl reaches, very quickly reaches a very loud crescendo. For those of you, well, all of you here are Guru. This is an incredibly empowering and stirring and very deeply emotional moment. Mm. <coughs> um, it's also beautiful above everything else. And I guess we just had our song, Atara. Uh-huh, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> Title yeah. drop. Yes, roll credits. Ding. That's all, everyone. Uh, thank you. We'll be uh, we'll be playing vampire next. <laughs> Shut up! Come on, Daniel. We haven't really seen the apocalypse yet. That's true. It's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, vampire. That's easy. Two minutes, and you've already seen the masquerade. <laughs> we haven't seen the apocalypse. All right. Um. Yeah, I think um, when when the howling dies down and feeling empowered as he does and a bit less a bit less hopeless about what happened. Aaron approaches uh, Ross. Yeah. And says um, runs with Stag. Yes. This is going to be your last time to say anything to the uh, to the rest of them he says and he kind of tosses his head to the ones that are not Fina who are going to be leaving for uh, St. Stephen's Green. Yeah. This is going to be your last time to say anything to those guys in a long time. 
about the ones we lost tonight? I should like to give them a better eulogy than to simply th- uh, stand here and make one up on the fly. I think, I guess you would, but if the Black Spiral Dancers are in Dublin, some more of us might be dead the next time we meet. Well, then we won't meet, I suppose, but I do understand your meaning. What I should like to say is that for those who did pass tonight, they will rest with Gaia, and the rest of us must find out who did this. We must make this. We can't make it right, but we can get even. He then turns and he looks at all of you, and then he looks briefly to Katz, who seems to understand what's going on, and she nods. He says, then I charge you, you six, of whom Raven speaks so highly, to find the slayers of our friends and make them pay. Yes, I want to say um, the word quest is very nerdy. It's like it's it has nerdy connotations, but I all I also have this feeling that that is a word that would be that would be used in Garou society. No, not really. Oh, okay. not really. They they speak of geeses and they speak of rights. And this is a geese, I assume. Uh, well, then you would be compelled, which he doesn't. So he is literally just setting you a task. Or a mission, you could say, but yes. Okay, Daniel, it's not word. called a geese, it's called a goose. Accept <laughs> 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 your goose, sir. Very funny, very funny. Task accepted. She gave me carte blanche, I have to use it. <laughs> true, true. He, um, he looks at, uh, at Kat and says, it is your Except now, throat splitter, I will not make this official without your consent. And she nods again and looks at, well, all of you except for Connell, who is out finding cars. And she says, yes, it is official. This will be your right. Do this and you will truly be Guru. And you will earn your ranks. I think Aaron just nods to her. Doesn't like he. Yeah. He accepted yeah. the calling from Ross when she says it. He he nods because he's not really sure about this this woman. She's, uh, but he does still recognize her as being the newly appointed leader of the sept. So, mm. yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, Finna also just nods because she's not. Re- she's- She's not really sure what else to do, being conflicted between uh, anger, worry, sadness, and uh, determination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taliesin um, looks to Kat with an intensity in the eye that I think no one, of even, no one even a guru of the age of 17 should have in his eye, and just says, blood with blood, tears with tears, rage with rage. 
and then nods as well. Oh, we, we have a we have a Taran. Hello. You also have a slight change in the. Oh, um, no. Sorry, you, on, we, I is very hard yeah. to hear, so we should probably yeah, listen. Absolutely, to absolutely. I certainly. Taran just goes to say goodbye to the Fina. Yep. And when she reaches Shivan, she basically threatens to kill her if she dies. <laughs> <laughs> she gives you a hug. With, with, with the notion that if you die, I'm gonna kill you so you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> she gives you a hug. <laughs> she gets one back. So at this point, Taryn is crying. Because I've been spending willpower points for her not to break down after all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. I just had a thought, and that is... Um... At snapping out of this whole thing, I think Aaron drops his coat over Shiva. <laughs> she nods to him appreciatively because she was getting a bit cold. Yeah, and then just waits for the cars. Yep, and let's go over to find the cars. Sure. Um, so, did you change to Connell or? Yes. Okay, I'll be quiet then. No, oh, okay, did you have one? Uh... No, it was more of when there's a moment for it, uh, possibly when walking to the car, so it can wait. Okay, sure. Um, you and Eric are heading off to locate something to drive in. It's not that the guru can't run back, but this is about getting back reasonably quickly and definitely yeah. without any more people bleeding. Um, Sounds like a plan. Yeah. So, Eric... Uh, Eric has this maniacal grin on his face as you walk off. His his whole face is just locked in this almost rictus-like grin. <laughs> and then once he feels that you guys are out of earshot, he turns around and holds up a fist like he wants to give you a fist bump. I, I return the fist bump. Fist yes. bumps are made. It's ours at last. <laughs> it's it it sure would seem so. Oh, there will be blood in the streets of Dublin. <laughs> oh, no more holding back. Connell gives that same maniacal grin on his face as as Eric mentions blood in the streets. Oh, the, the leeches won't know what hit them. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be good to tear out the throat of, of what's her face. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, that's right, Victoria. You saw her the that's, first night, didn't you? Yeah, she's... Oh. I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, Eric, she's mine. Yeah, definitely. You get her, I get the rest. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> um. oh, fuck, this is good. <sighs> we, so, we, of course, we, I'm not terribly pleased about... About so many of us actually getting killed. No. It's not cool. No, we lost five, I think, tonight in Dublin. Yeah. Shit. Right, that's, uh, that's obviously going to come back and bite us. Damn. You have no idea who did it, did you? I mean, you guys saw them. You have no idea. Nope. Actually, no, 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 no. It, well, um, something about spiral dancers. Oh, oh, things just got a lot more interesting. 
um, other than that, no, we have no specifics, but I'm assuming that's what we're about to to go find out. You know, if there are black spiral dancers in Dublin, we may even have to give the leeches a couple of months until we've hunted those bastards into extinction. Uh, can, can, we, can we make one exception? With Victoria? Yeah, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure we can do that. Okay, okay. Uh, it's cool, then. In any case, he says with an even bigger smile, in any case, <laughs> that is now up to... Um, that's now up to Kat to decide, isn't it? It is. Fuck yes. It is. She is going to be amazing. Of course she is. And you know the best part is... Hmm? Word of this is going to go back to the old country, and they're going to send a bunch... They're going to send a bunch of old-fashioned fuckers over here. You think so? Oh, yeah. They will. They're going to send a bunch of old-fashioned assholes over here telling her that she can't lead because she's a woman and she's not a Modi, and then then they're going to try and throw her out. <laughs> They'll make her back down. She's not going to back down, and then you and I are going to throw them out. Sounds like a plan. I think Fenna might actually take part in that as well. Of course. Why wouldn't she? Exactly. I am fed up with the idea that they still cling to back there that if you're a woman, you can't lead. I am so fed up with that shit. Pass about the bollocks anyway. Cat is the best we have. Mm -hmm. All right. Now let's go find those goddamn cars. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is good. Whew. You guys proceed down the road, hmm? and you come across a parking lot. While it is night, there are still, you know, a handful of cars that have been left there overnight by some people. And he grins and goes, I think there should be enough cars here. Do you know how to hotwire one of these things? I may have hotwired a car before, yes. That's good, because I haven't. <laughs> just gonna, it's just gonna push it until the friction carries it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, I think Arnold goes goes over to one of the cars and 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 tries. Yep. Getting well, it to start. Applying yep. enough force over distance. He um, you basically uh, he um, tries to decide how to get into the cars, and in the end, he just basically he shrugs. Changes into uh, Glabro, which in his case is just even shaggier than he already looks. <laughs> um, and then he proceeds to put, uh, to put his hand through the windscreen on, on a couple of them. Uh, Eric? Yeah? Kind of need the windscreen. Oh, sorry. Then he does the same thing, but to the side window instead. <laughs> 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 when when you're so stupid that you make Connell look um <laughs> Ouch <laughs> Burn <laughs> Uh Connell uh, uh 
walks to the the car that, that Eric just um, procured. <laughs> that's putting it rather diplomatically, yes. Um, and and tries to start it. Uh, yes. He, I don't know which, what, if you want to roll, but um, you have larceny. I do. Yay! <laughs> Let's have a roll. Okay. So, I just but shit, but shit. I I I I I'll bet you. I don't know. Ten corner that I'll actually budget because I don't oh, think bugs, I've succeeded at a roll yet. Anyway, um, if you roll another double butch, I'm gonna I'm gonna rule that the universe has decided your 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 deed name. For you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, what plus uh, is it? Just larceny. Uh, in this case, I think it would be dexterity plus larceny because you have to fit the little cables together and shit. Okay. Let's see. We have three, two. Uh, pull mod. Uh, difficulty? Uh, five. Five. Let's see what happens. Zero successes. Well, that's not a problem. You can try again. And I'll just basically, I'll just say, you know, you have time. You manage. Yeah. You have larceny. That's the thing. You know how to do it. Mm. Mm. So... You managed to get enough cars started, and basically, um, uh, he says, well, you keep them running. He says, and I'll go back and get the rest of them running down here. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, Connell does, so he just um, makes sure that, that there are enough cars ready for, for all of us. Yeah. Well, the rest of you guys, um, you see Eric coming back. Mm-hmm. And he's waving and shouting that they have cars. Cool. Okay. Well, I guess I follow him. Yeah. I up, I up not uh, whiskey breath on the way. Like, sup, see ya. He gives you an up nod in return. There's a, there's a very, um, somber mood, I think would be the right way of putting it. Well, if um if it's generally quiet, then um as we turn to follow Eric, yep. After a few steps, Fina turns around and says, <clears throat> "Finas, don't you dare die! If anyone's going to kick your potato-eating asses, it's the Vikings, okay?" <laughs> 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 Plenty of girls going on there. <laughs> Nobody's convinced. Don't die. Nobody's convinced. I just, uh, I think a thought occurs to me. Um, yep. Aaron supports the probably on five aggravated health levels of damage, um, <laughs> uh, bleeding pause as we move towards the cast. Very good thought. I was actually about to ask if somebody helped her. Um, yeah. Joan. Yes. Does Cat leave first or last? Or last. In that case, she will stays behind until Cat looks like she's about to leave. Yep. And she looks at her and says, A suggestion, if I may. Certainly. Ott has just died, and in a sense, we stood up the Fae tonight. As one of two remaining Fina in the Sept, 
I would like to volunteer to go as a in-between to speak with them. They might know something. You know what? I'm going to let you do that. I think that's... Um, yeah. We're going to need someone new. And I think, as you said yourself, uh, yeah, you, you did kind of stand them up. I think you should bring your friends and go and see them. And you should explain to them what has happened, because the point is, you were going there on the absolute off chance that they have any idea what happened with Odd and the others. Mm -hmm. Go and talk to them and bring your friends. When? Now? Let's get back to the Sept as soon as we are clear that everything there is as it should be. You go to the Bleeding Horse. It's very near the Sept anyway. Mm. She oh, nods and walks towards the car. One thing. Yeah? They have a presence in the Umbra. They do actually have areas in the Umbra that overlaps with the dream world, which, as I understand it, my fairly limited understanding of Fey. There is a there is a bleed over in some areas between their world and ours. She nods, and uh, she says that means it might be possible for them to help. I don't expect them to help in in the um, in in the Raven's Eye. Uh, Karen, I don't expect them to be able to muster up much help there because that's not a holy place to them, just to us. But Tara is a sacred site to them as well as it is to us and therefore make a formal request that they send what help they can to assist Ross. He's going to be in desperate need of it. There used to be 40 Guru in this place, and they were some of the strongest of the Fina. Now look at how few they are. I intend to request an audience with the Banrin. Good. You do that. Now there's all of ten of them. <laughs> I think uh, I think Aya wanted to say something. Let's hear it. No, I was just whispering you instead. I thought that was easier than taking up time with it. Okay, yeah. Well, he gives you a hug back. Basically, guys, you see, um, you see Taryn giving uh, Barden a hug. And then she goes to wait for Simba. Yes. Yeah. You, um, uh, yeah. I inform the others that we have something to do. And I inform them of what? And I inform them to let me uh, do the talk. Yes. And it's not a request. All right. Well, I'm going to let the rest of them uh, react to that as they will, but the point is everyone gets into a car and drives back towards Dublin. Yep. Just, just one thing before we actually drive. When, when people start arriving at the, the parking lot, uh, yep. they see uh, Connell in Krino's form uh, trying to lift one of the cars. For any reason, or just to see if he can? Just to see if he can. Bench pressing motor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. 
Ah, such an asshole. <laughs> Terran chooses this time to try to distract. Yeah. What did she? What did Terran do? She tries to distract him while he tries to lift this fucking car. In what way? She's so tipping he drops him. It. Oh god! <laughs> it's possibly the worst idea. You're gonna be under that thing if he drops it. Not if she's standing behind him. She is. Well, he can't actually lift the car over his head. I think he would. No, but you can actually sort of flip it. <laughs> he will probably be <laughs> do that then. Uh, one of the cars of... does he have in Krinos? Uh, eight, right? No. Oh, yeah, he still be... can't lift the car? Uh... Plus four. He has uh, strength eight in in Kranos, Yes. Well, if we're gonna be if we're gonna be rules lawyery about it, uh, technically for most parts, it's willpower that determines feats of strength and not strength. I, I was I was going to say let's not because it was yeah. just you know one yeah. of those odd carnal things. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. Well, yes, <clears throat> let's not. You can throw a motorcycle, apparently. Um, <laughs> how many of us are gonna, in the pack are going to be per car? You you would be able to lift about a thousand pounds in with with eight points of strength. A car does weigh more than that. It you does. Could, it does. Much you could lift a smart, maybe. Yeah, you would be able to lift a more as minor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. But as we all know, by the way, just you know, as a little jab at Onyx Path Publishing, um, as we all know. When you reach that sweet spot of eleven strength, you like the cosmos breaks mm. and you can suddenly lift twenty thousand pounds. And then when you get twelve, you can only lift three thousand. Yeah. Why? Because someone Why? pushed zero one too many times. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Anyway, guys. Yep. You um returning to uh, returning to the game. Yeah. You all drive back to Dublin. Uh, do you guys try to get into the same car, or do you spread out, or how do you go about this? I have the sense, um, Aaron has the sense, I should say, that um, Shiwa and um, and Taliesin are yeah. going to be in a state needing companionship, um, because the people who are very near to... I mean, these people were near to us, but... Something definitely happened between Shiwa and uh, Finds a Way, and yeah. of course between Taliesin and Peacenik. So yeah. he's going to like make a conscious effort of being with those two. Yeah. You um. So you you three, uh, do any of you guys have the ability to drive a car? Yeah. You well, do. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what does that require? Drive. Drive and decks. Um, uh, I I don't, but I do have jack of all trades. Fine, you can drive a car. Um, Carl has has one dot and drive. You can drive a car as well, no problem. I think since Terran also wanted to stay with Shiva, as far as I understood, we're probably all in the same car together. Yeah. Okay. What could go wrong? We go together like just starting the car and driving. Yes. Room. I also think that Aaron will find Shiva in a very staring yeah. intensely out the window, not saying anything kind of mood. Yep. 
Dinner's also not very talky. No, I don't think anyone is really. No. So you guys get back to... You get back to Dublin. Amazingly enough, you get back to Dublin. In one piece. I think don't explode. No. I, I want to say Aaron does talk at one point during the drive. Yes. Uh, and he just says, like, in general to the car, not specifically to the ones making a point of being quiet. Uh, just saying, whatever you need to deal with, get it out of the way fast. I know, I fucking know, okay, I know. But whoever hit us is not going to wait for us to catch our breath. Be ready. We're going to visit the Fae as soon as possible. I should like some clothes. Um, stop by your place uh, after we stop by the Sept. I'm sure Cat has something to say to us. She will not. Um, please, when we when we do, let me lead the way. Lead, take lead as one of two Fina. It should fall to me. It only makes sense. You'd be where you'd. I think you'll be good at carrying that torch. Shiva looks out the window, so you can't see her uh, very wet, wet eyes. She's not, you know, crying, but touched. Yeah, mm-hmm. touched and sad. Yeah, I think it's only. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, go on. You sure you want to? Ca- you can carry on if you want. Oh, yeah, I'll just finish then. Uh, in her mind, she shouldn't have to carry the torch yet. Mm. Mm. No, uh, I think Taliesin has. Now that in the car and on the way back, he's when he finally permits some. Not when he permits, but when he he finally he finally finds the ability to actually cry again, and just he's definitely thinking very 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 intensely about something. Tara puts <clears throat> an arm around him. Mm-hmm. Um, Rasmus, approximately how tall is um, is Shiva? I will look. I think I wrote it down, but I might just have written that she's tall. Uh, yeah, she's just quite tall. Okay. I'll I'll check, but I, I don't know what you consider again. quite tall. I just want, to, but I wanted to know how close she is to Finna's build. <laughs> Uh, in that, that case, I'll sense. just, I'll just go out on a limb and say she's, uh, 175 centimeters. Ah, okay. Then, um, <laughs> after it's been quiet for a little while, which I assume it's going to be after words have been said and stuff, um, Finna looks at Shiva and says, if you want to get it over with, we can go straight to Cat's house and you can borrow some of my clothes. Um... She, I think she will look at Fenner. Uh, does Fenner own an abundance of black clothing? Um, black with some colors sprinkled in. Black uh, with dashes of hot Maybe, pink. actually, if you look at, um, no, maybe not so much that, but, uh, if you look at the image of her, it's mostly just subdued colors like that. The main reason is that Shiva is feeling like morning clothes would well, be. Well, d- definitely a lot of dark clothes. Uh, she just nods appreciatively then. I mean, she is Danish. It's like black is like our national color, apparently. Mm-hmm. Black That's is true. new black. 
So that is, um, does something uh, significant transpire when we return to the Sept uh, that we should have a scene about? Or does what we all expect to happen, happen? And we can move on to yeah. moving towards the Xi, uh, the Fei? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, uh, in that case, I suspect that's what happens. Um, in that case, it might be time for a break. Yeah, I think so. Like, we could take a break now and then come back for... The last part of um, of tonight's session. Yep. All right. Let's do that. Uh, we'll be right back with more Song Atara. Stick around. And we're back for the third hour of Song Atara. Yep. So we're head. We're off to see the sh- uh, the Fae. We're off the to one- see the changelings. Oh, you're off to see the Fae, the wonderful Fae of Dublin. Yes. <laughs> uh, that no, no, that, that didn't fit the melody. So yeah, the wonderful faithful of Dublin. Yes, yes, that's good. Um, All right. So, did we stop by anyone's house to pick up clothing for someone? Yes. Okay. Stop by uh, by Cat's place to pick up some of um, Fenner's spare clothing for um, uh, for Shiva. All right. Shiva has picked the most, um, like you know, funeral clothy she could find. Well, she's either going to end up with um, some. Sporty pants or a short skirt. <laughs> short skirt it is then. Okay. Do you have some uh, stockings or whatever yes. they're called? Pantyhose. Pantyhose, yeah. Sure. Well, ma- maybe not so much pantyhose actually as leggings, but anyway. Yeah. All right. So you're you're dressed slightly differently than we're used to. Yeah, I guess. Okay, that's cool. She's dressed like Fenna. <laughs> it's a weird sight, probably. Um, okay, so I uh, I want to say that um, Aaron probably parks the car a little while away from the bleeding horse because yep. it's stolen. Yep. Um, you know, um, turns off the engine, looks, lo- you know, looks at the back seat and goes, "Okay, we need to talk over what we're gonna do." Yeah, I'll. We're going to go in there, and we'll re- formally request an audience with the Banrin of the. Faye, um, we will, if permitted in, well, we'll wait to talk until spoken to, and then hopefully we'll get to explain the situation and deliver some bad news. As far as I know, Ord considered them friends, and I hope it goes both ways. Um, then we will formally request aid for both Sept's, but mainly the Sept of Tara. That's where we assume we'll have the best success. Um, and she looks specifically to Connell and says, when we are talking to the Banrin, it will be as, as if you're meeting with a queen, because that's what she is. So please, just, just, let me do the talking and don't put us in ill favor, okay? (laughs) We'll let you do the talking. You know what we we should expect? No idea. Uh, As far as I understood, they are more pleasant to deal with in the summer. Okay, well, good fortune for us, hopefully. Don't worry, Shiva, I'll be on my best behavior. Okay, we need to make a, a call then. We need to make a decision. 
Aaron says and looks kind of like this is gonna be this is one of those icky decisions. Um, if they we we go in there, we request aid. What do we do if they deny it? What do we do if they deny us access? Um, I, sh- I think Shiva um, thinks back to all she knows about the Fae, John. Yeah. And has there been any Fae that has been pointed out as particularly trustworthy? Uh, well... Wait, you, I, I remember specifically uh, that uh, Odd and Kiva were quite good friends, right? Yes, uh, Odd and Kiva are good friends, and um, other than that, most of you would have at least have heard about Jocelyn. Yeah. In that case, uh, Shiva says, if we are denied an audience, we will find either the Kiva or um, the woman called Jocelyn and have them deliver a message, if possible. If, thing, uh, if things go wrong in there, and things turn wild, we may have to throw down. Do we throw down to get out, or do we throw down to get our point across? <clears throat> we need to remain in as good as a, a favor with the Fae as possible. Do we do that by running, or by... I'm talking if shit hits the fan here. You get that, right? I do. Okay. What do we do I... if that happens? I will I will say we run and return once tempers have burned out. Okay. If shit goes wrong, you guys you we fight our way out, you stay near me or Connell and we get out of there. Uh in case we need it, do we all have mirrors or reflective surfaces? Aaron pats his uh, his jacket pocket. Actually you have my jacket, so actually just he points to my jacket that's probably in your lap. Uh, she hands it over. Mm. He, uh, he he just taps a pocket. He doesn't take them out because Fenner's in the car. Mm. Uh, Shiva looks around to the rest. Connell nods. And then I need to ask Joan, is the reflective surface of a, te- of a smartphone enough? Uh, no, it has to be a, a, a more... Uh, there has to be a shine to it. Okay, because, you know, I can look at my smartphone and see myself. Uh... Yeah, but is that because it's it's uh, actually reflecting, or is it because of the camera? It's reflecting. Well, in that case, you can, yes. Finna, ver- Finna has um, made sure to have a um, matte, um, you know, screen protector on her smartphone. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> uh, on a last note, if we do need to retreat to the Umbra, we should be aware that the, the Fae also has a presence in the Umbra. We should agree whether or not we do retreat to the Umbra. Going through the gauntlet is going to... I don't know how the gauntlet's going to be in there. It's probably going to be thinner, I suspect. But going through could land us in a sticky situation. Either we we get out on we get out, out here, or we dash for the Umbra. We don't split up. I was rather under the impression that the Umbra was their playground anyway. Let's, let's try to get out of here, if at all possible, then. All right. And if we need to, let's try to keep casualties at a minimum. Mm. Aaron uh, nods um, with determination, and then he opens the car door and steps out. Yes. Starts moving uh, towards the uh, beating horse. 
Right. You guys move towards the bleeding horse. It's as I said, it's a Friday night, so yeah. there are a lot of people at the horse tonight. It's it's a popular place. Yeah. It's so. it's a popular place for several reasons. Uh, it should be it, it should be a fairly popular place to the Danes at least once you get there because you realize you can actually buy Carlsberg in this place. Oh, nice <laughs> Eureka! <laughs> However, I assume the tone of the place changes when Connell enters, or at least when Aaron enters. Uh, yes, it does. It, it, it's most of the, the mortals make room for you guys when you arrive. Um, they, they are in no particular hurry to be too close to you. Even if one or two of them would be fine with standing next to most of you. Um, it's kind of like being at a classy place and then someone comes in wearing, like, like decked out like he's from Camden. Like, just piercings <laughs> yeah. everywhere and wild spiky hair and, and, like, studded boots just walks through a classy party and everyone just kind of looks and pulls back. Like, what is this? Exactly. Uh, the vision, like, the mental image of that is so cool. Anyway, you get, <clears throat> you get through the doors. And the place is packed. Again, as I said, it's a Friday night and there are plenty of people um, there. But they still somehow manage to squeeze together a little bit tighter to let you guys through. Um, behind Aaron. It's easy to are... stand behind the one who's parting the waves. Yes, there, there are a lot of nervous glances. A lot of nervous glances. So, taking advantage of this, this, uh, I think Connell, uh, as they pass one of the, the, the human, uh, club goers thingies, yep. he, uh, he, he grabs a Carlsberg, uh, from one of the, uh, the humans and just <laughs> continues walking. Such a bully. <laughs> what I, you gonna I, do I, about I, it? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, guess Finna punches Connell's upper arm. Ow! What'd you do that for? You stealing son of a bitch! <laughs> I guess this kind of makes things easier. Shiva deliberately looks for people who are not scared. <laughs> yeah, you have a point. You, um... You look across the room and you see a girl with grey hair. Um, does she look like any description I've had of Kiwa? No. No, it's okay. not white. It's grey. Um, does she look like, like a description of anyone I know? <laughs> Sorry, that was on top of each other? Oh, uh, um, does she look like anyone I've had described for me? No. No, she doesn't. But she seems to be very interested in all of you. And she's smiling widely. Um, is there anyone else who stands out, or should I just approach her? Is is she the obvious? She's the obvious one. Uh, I I approach her then. Yep. Oh wow! You're really here. That is so awesome. Uh, hi. Hello. I assume then that you know. Who we are? Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been waiting all night. Wait, what's kept you? Yeah. 
pardon the sudden change, I would like to formally request an audience with your Bannerin. Um, um, shh. Not she doesn't say it. She doesn't no, say no. it loudly. No, no. <laughs> not out here. Come with me. Shima nods and gestures to the others to follow. Where are the others? Where's 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 Odd? We will talk. Not out here. Oh. Aaron, um, okay, okay, well, well, yeah, sure. Aaron locks stride with Shiwa, so he at, he doesn't walk in front of her, he walks next to her. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think he manages to, to kind of like look uh, look at her out the side of his eye and be like, I never had my reputation precede me before. <laughs> Shiwa would laugh, but she's way too <laughs> glum and serious looking right now. The important lesson is desperate to be commenting on things people are doing, but he's in a state where he's taking Shiva's advice earlier as literally as possible. He's doing his best not to say a word, because he knows as soon as he says a word, it's going to be the wrong word. Yes. Well, she um, leads you guys into a... Uh, well, upstairs, first and foremost. Mm? There's like a walkway up there, and she takes you to a, um, a room where the door can be closed. Mm-hmm. And there's just you know, there's just her in there for now. There's another door leading on from this room, but there's there's nobody else there except you guys and her. Yeah. And she turns around and she claps her hands repeatedly and almost bounces in place. Exactly. Yes, just like that. Like, oh, this is so cool. I've never actually met one of you guys before. In that case, I apologize for the delay. And for quite possibly souring the mood. And, and at, at the point you you hear all hear Connor say, "What the fuck, Finn? What'd you do that for?" And I think she was head just snaps back and glares at him. <laughs> what happened and, back there? Um, Connor currently has beer dripping from his face. Yep. <laughs> and she glares at both of them. She actually starts laughing at that. By the way. <laughs> It's a very, very, very lovely sound. It's it's absolutely sparkly and bubbly and and uh, uh, infectious. Hmm. Um, I think That's yeah. so good. You you must. She looks at Fenner, by the way, and she says, "You you must be what they call a ragabash. You make tricks on people, right?" Yeah, I make sure that people who steal don't get to reap any benefit from it. You and I have got to talk! <laughs> Taryn gets thumbs up. That is so cool! I love that, I love that, I love that. Oh, sorry, oh, God, where are my manners? Anyway, my name is Miela. Yeah. And, and you guys are, well, I know your names, but I don't know what faces go with what names, except I'm pretty sure she says and looks at Shiva, you are not Connell. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> no. Um, my name is Shivani Breen. It's a pleasure to meet you. And you, and then she gives you a hug. Oh. I think Shiva gets caught by surprise and awkwardly pats her head. <laughs> Aaron has this brief moment where he's looking for a dagger in her hand as she hugs Shiva. <laughs> like, do I, will I, will I have to rip this girl, this girl's head off right now? And then he's like, nope, apparently not. Um, allow me to introduce the rest. This is Aaron Blackwell. 
Um, the, uh, Taron Jones. Elliot. Uh, Finna Mortensen. And Connell Burke. Okay. Now I know what names go with what faces. I know what name goes with Odd's face, but he isn't here. What happened? And now Taron looks like someone just died. <laughs> well, someone oh. did. Yeah. As I... Again, I'm terribly sorry to be rude. But we come bearing ill tidings. I would like to, again, formally request an audience with your Banran. Well, um... I'll go and... I'll go and see. Um... I think the idea was to talk to some of the rest of us first. Miela? Yeah? She would take a deep breath and take the risk. Ord has died. You... What? Uh, Please go. Um, okay. Um, her bottom lip begins quivering and, oh. and she turns around and she heads, it looks like you've basically just harmed a small inoffensive animal. <laughs> <laughs> and she runs, she runs through the door that, that you didn't come in through, the, the door on the other side of the room. I object. Mm. There's nothing inoffensive about Puka. I'd add Shiva just burst her bubbly bubble. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. But it Shiva's having none of this fairy glitter right now. <laughs> oh, the fairy glitter's helping. Okay. Yes. Well, it it takes Rasmus of four people should be appreciating fairies. <laughs> yeah, Rasmus is. She was not. <laughs> mm -hmm. The takes a little while, and then two other people come in. Run with direction. Uh, um, did anyone else hear Jorn cut out between the and takes a little while? Yep. Yep. Am I there now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. I just hear the what takes a little while? It takes a little while uh, while you guys just wait. Mm. And, and then... Um, it, and then uh, the door opens and two other people come in. Yes. This guy and this woman. Hmm. Ah, yes. Yes. The bodyguards. And that is how they appear, incidentally, with the, the indigo headscarves and they're wearing... Have, have we been told of these guys? Uh, I mean, they're in the entries, so... No, you you uh, you haven't. The, the ones you would have been told about beforehand would be... Um, uh, would be Jocelyn, it would be Kiva, and it would be Mirren. In that case, I, I guess I'll recognize Mirren on the end. So. Yes. And these question. are not Mirren. Yes. Key question for, as far as I'm concerned, is do they present themselves threateningly? No, in no way. Good. They... Um, they simply observe you for a, sh a short moment. It's a very short moment, actually. And then uh, they each reach out with one hand and push open the wall rather than the door. Okay. Uh, at the end, there's the same... Well, the wall in which the door is located through which Miela just ran. Ah. 
but the, the the instead of opening the door, it's like the wall swings open like a door itself. And there's a, a totally different room behind that. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's just great. That's it. That's super cool, and I think she was a t- definitely taken aback by that. Yeah, I imagine Aaron standing there next to she was trying to look like a bit of a hard ass, right? Like, don't try anything kind of look to him. And just <laughs> does a double take of this thing, like, completely lose, drops character. Like, what? <laughs> yes. The room beyond that is much too big to fit inside the bleeding horse. <gasps> it's the TARDIS! Run! <laughs> and, um... Do they beckon for us to enter or something? They just uh, stand back up straight and leave it to you uh, to enter if you would. You all have this slightly um, odd feeling, like like you feel like you're mildly inebriated. Wording <laughs> too soon, <laughs> too soon. Fair, fair, but you do feel you like you are um, mildly drunk. Okay. I think everyone who's observing her would see that Shiva's hands are slightly shaking. As she uh, nods to the two strange people and uh, walks forward through the weird ass door wall thingy, Aaron follows again. Uh, he locks stride with you whenever you move. As she walks, you guys could swear that it looks like little flecks of her clothes and her skin stay behind to create this cascading effect with every step she takes. It it looks really kaleidoscopic. Yes. Really weird. The same thing happens with the rest of you when you start to move. Uh, um, can you type what you wanted to say? Whatever's up with your audio needs fixing. Because yeah, it really, really does. Yeah. Yeah, this sucks. Okay, let's try it again. Aya... Speak up. We can't hear her. Yeah. Well, no. try to say something and we'll be quiet and see if we can hear you. I think it's simply because my voice is way too weak. Ah, uh, that might be it. Well, we can hear you. What was it? What was it? Let's hear it. It was actually nothing. Oh. Okay. Because we already started walking now. No, we can go back a, f- a few. If you want to do something before that, we can we can adjust for that. Yeah, she was just gonna start walking the minute they oh, okay. like. Well, you can walk now. Then oh, okay. Walking. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, you would probably walk a little before Shiva, but I don't know. If she does, Shiva will actually. You know, when she comes next to Shiva, Shiva will start walking because yeah. she has decided that she's in the lead here. So. Yeah, that, we, that was made abundantly clear that you, you speak for us in this case. Well, you walk through the room, uh, or through the, the wall, into this this very, very odd room, which is quite long. Uh, it's maybe as much as 50 meters in length. It is... Uh, it, there are four sets of uh, of columns made from... Uh, what looks to be, um, who's making a lot of noise in the background? Okay. Daniel, stop making noise in the background. I uh, would never. The, 
Um, anyway, the, the, uh, um, uh, give me a second. I'm just going to pause it here because I need to be sure. Did, did you have anything you wanted to add to this, Aya? No, she was just going to whisper TARDIS as they entered. Okay. Ah. <laughs> Fair enough. Cool. It's it, the the reason why I'm asking is because it's it's really hard to keep an eye for me to keep an eye on on the uh, on on the sidebar as well. Mm. It's so. fine. Benna's gonna do that. Just have to like if if you want to get a word in and it seems like we're not listening, you just gotta clear your throat and shout. So. Yes, because I can't. Well, yeah, well, something. Then something we need to fix your audio because yes. it's not my audio; it's my fucking throat. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, you enter. There's this this room, as I said, about fifty meters long. Four uh, longs or four sets of of, of columns, uh, about uh, as much as twenty meters high, made from a completely white material, almost like alabaster. Who's typing? Not me. Um. <laughs> Uh, white like alabaster mm -hmm. with, um, with, uh, def different kinds of, uh, gold. <coughs> well, not silver, but gold and, uh, and, um, precious stones as inlays in the, um, in the columns themselves. And the, the light is is a little bit strange. It's not something any of you have seen or experienced before. Um, obviously, none of you have actually been enchanted before, as it's called. So it's this is a, a, a very psychedelic experience for, for most of you. I imagine so. It's, I'm um, imagining it feels like going into like one of the weird Umbrascapes, but not feeling like the Umbra. Yeah, except none of you have been that deep in the Umbra yet. Okay. Then that point of comparison doesn't really matter. No. <laughs> it's I just, just weird. I can definitely imagine the weird effect, though. It's it's like having an out-of-body experience in some ways. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. It's also mildly disconcerting. And as you um, as you enter... Uh, the two guards behind you enter as well, and the the wall behind you uh, closes, mm -hmm. closes back up, and they start walking forward. Um, on the other, uh, on basically, you are standing between the two of the central line of columns, and up at the other end of the room, you can see a dais with. A large chair on it, which has a definite throne-like quality to it. Yeah. Is there an ass occupying it? Yes, there All is. Right. Forward. <laughs> yeah, that's the direction we're heading. I think she will make sure to not stare. Yes. Uh, she keeps her eye da eyes down. Yes. And unless anything happens, when she reaches a point she feels is appropriate distance... Yep. She will, um, she'll curtsy deeply, yep. and with a bowed head, she'll await being spoken to. Indeed. Um, what about the rest of you? 
not uh, I... looking down, uh, but uh, not speaking either. All right. Oh. I see, I have a dotted etiquette. I uh, I I mimic what um what she was doing. Yeah. Hold on. Hello, Chris. What did you say? I said, hold on. Will do. Colonel stares absolutely fascinated. Well, maybe with a bit of staring, she is curious, but otherwise she uh, mimics it. Okay, Uh, with two points of etiquette, what would be what would Talius and Reason be the most appropriate action? Uh, Yes, you can. The most appropriate action uh, would, strictly speaking, be to approach her, keep your eyes cast down, and bow. And bow deeply. Taliesin does so. So basically, Shiva got it right. Yay! <laughs> yes. Well, except for the she curtsied, but Wait, I assume uh, that's... Actually, I'm going to roll for that thing about them. Um... Yep. I'm going to just arbitrarily decide that a- a- in Aaron's mind, whatever etiquette he knows does not extend to, to changelings. Um, and... <laughs> Instead, he he takes it upon himself to present the tough front of the group. Like, the, the one who speaks for us is obviously the one doing the decorum. Yeah. I'm there to make sure no one gets any funny, like, thinks of anything funny. Okay. So you are basically looking at the person on the throne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. And is expecting from the way the room feels to kind of feel seasick at a moment. <laughs> no, I guess Fena isn't staring. You are beholding a woman on the throne of absolute perfection. And then some. Never met a god before. But you do have a sensation that that is what you're looking at. She has, uh, she is a she, first and foremost. She are, to begin with, unspeakably beautiful. Uh, they, um, for those of you who aren't aware of, of, uh, changeling and for the benefit of listeners, um, all she add two points to their appearance score upon character creation, even if this takes them above five. They will only show an appearance. They only, they only show this, this extra appearance towards those who can actually behold their true form, so either other fae or uh, other uh, other beings that are, as it's called, enchanted. That means infused with a slight amount of glamour. So us. This is what has happened to you. So you are, at the moment, beholding a woman of seven dots of appearance, which is inhuman. Nothing human can look this beautiful. But that doesn't stop there. She also has a merit which is called surreal beauty which means which literally reads you possess a beauty far beyond that of normal mortals people stand in awe of your perfect form if you are she then perhaps your feminine shines over into your mortal seeming characters who take this merit must first first purchase at least an appearance of five though their appearance is considered to surpass even that she has an effective appearance of eight or nine. Yeah, I am. I am just gonna. I know you didn't call for this. I'm expending yeah. willpower to yes. not flip out. This is the, it. It it literally sears the mind to look at something this perfect. I think 
think, think of think of Gimli's reaction to seeing Galadriel. Yeah, that's what I'm imagining. That is yeah. also why I'm expanding the willpower. I, yes. I imagine. I imagine Aaron is very happy that his player is expending this willpower to look at her because I don't think he would regret doing that like in character. Like this is this is gorgeous. I'm happy I saw this. I'm just um, retroactively going to increase the uh, difficulty for that curiosity roll I did, but it still succeeded because I had a ten in there. Yes. So I, I think you'll hear a, a slight thump as a colonel's jaw hits the floor. <laughs> yes. Let the jaw hit the floor. Let the jaw. <laughs> Someone reaches out, gra- grab him by the lip, and does like a uh, like a, a Looney Tunes, um, you know, <laughs> um, cur- like a curtain. <laughs> he does the mask, turns into a wolf and howls. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, sorry. In, in, enough about my reaction. Um, yes. Yeah, so I, I stand there. I, I I do look at her. I I try to present this front. Yes. And I expend the willpower to do so. Yes. And and you barely manage, but you manage. <laughs> it's still one of those. You you know perfectly well that you are never going to look at anything this perfect again unless you get to see her one more time. It's, it's, uh, and, and, uh, she doesn't speak. She looks at all of you. And then those of you who are, in fact, looking at her see a small gray squirrel d- darting up the side of her chair to sit on the backrest. And it leans down and it whispers something to her. And she smiles crookedly, um, very slight inclination of her mouth on one side. And, and then she, um, she gestures with just a couple of fingers towards, uh, the man with the blue headscarf. And then to the woman. And they step aside. Clearly you guys have just been vetted and found to be not dangerous. <laughs> Lovely. And she, she is a fool. All powerful. Uh, yes, more likely that. Um, and she looks, uh, she takes another moment to look at you. She's in no clear hurry, that's obvious. And then she says in a voice which is every bit as perfect as her physical form, she says, Niela informs me that our good and very dear friend, Odd, has passed away. Is this correct? Um, and she would take care to wait an appropriate amount of time so she doesn't interrupt, in case she wanted to say more. Yeah. Before she, she answers, not looking up. That is correct, Your Majesty. I should like to know the circumstances of his death that I may seek vengeance for this slight upon my court and my house. Um, she will not, and... And she says, if it pleases your majesty, I will tell what we know. Indeed. Proceed, young one. We... 
arrived at Ort's residence, preparing to come here, when we discovered the body of one of our own, um, Trisha, dead in the hallway. We then proceeded upstairs and found Odd killed and thrown upon the couch with two more of our own, uh, Peacenik and Finds Away. We managed to hear the last words of Peacenik and he informed us that Black Spiral Dancers had been creatures of tremendous banality. How unfortunate. I am gratified that you took it upon yourselves to inform me of this. I am furthermore impressed by the courage, if not the manners, of all of you, although I do concede that you, young lady, and a couple of your companions seem to have a good grasp of at least some formal etiquette. That being said, it is impressive that you have the courage to come here without without us knowing of you in advance. None of us had met any of you before. You took a great risk. In, in a sense, you still do. You are most welcome, at least for now, here at my court. I am aggrieved to hear of Odd's passing, deeply so, and I do grieve for the further loss of life in your sept. I do ask that you please convey this sorrow to Ross, whom I have met and whom I must admit I find an intriguing man. And again, Shiva waits an appropriate amount of time so she doesn't interrupt. Yep. Then I uh, quietly mouse about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we thank you for the kind words, Your Majesty. Uh, and regret to inform you that we will most likely not see Ross for the foreseeable future. We have other news Your Majesty might find interesting. By all means, please continue. Having witnessed the scene at Ort's house, we rushed to the can to inform the other guru of what had happened. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt your train of thought here, Rasmus, but I, I want to kind of interject. In some way, I mean to project or indicate to Shiwa that they don't need to know that there was division among us. I, um, fair enough. Okay, I've 
opfatte det. English. Okay, sure. Sorry, can I? You're breaking up very badly on on the uh, re- yeah. yeah. But, um, can, you okay. ca- ca- if you were saying something about if he's uh, able to catch that uh, drift. Yes, yes, you would be able to catch that. Uh, in that case, Shiva stops for a brief moment and says, "Here we were met with the rest of the sept, and we were led to the Cairn at Tara." The Cairn at Tara is, or was, completely deserted. None that, of that actually leads to some mumbling in the room. You can't see all that many other figures here, but you suddenly have a sense that there are hundreds of people here. Suddenly, the hall starts buzzing. Yes, mm. you can see her and the squirrel and the two bodyguards and. Out of the corner of your eyes, you kind of sense that there may be four or five other people moving around in your peripheral vision. But when you say that, you can hear hundreds of voices mumbling and muttering as if shocked and and trying to react. But anyway, do go on. Sorry. Um, So the Scepter Tower was completely deserted. Mm -hmm. Um, We have yet no understanding of what has happened, but the she, the, the Fina, um, except for myself and the woman who led us there, have all chosen to stay behind to guard it. Um, and if your majesty will pardon the nerve, we would like to formally request assistance in keeping Tara safe. There is a, a, a hushed gasp running through all these unseen people as you make such a request so directly. And the request is coming from pups. Yeah. Well, they don't know that. I, oh, well, At they do least. know that. They do know that. Mm-hmm. Aaron tenses up expecting trouble, uh, but doesn't do anything aside from that. She sits there for a very long, quiet moment. Then she turns her head ever so slightly and um, and looks at the man with the blue headscarf and says, Afalkai, you and your sister will immediately proceed to Tara. You will assist in guarding it until I have sent what knights we can spare. Tell Ross that he shall have whatever aid I am able to give him. Tara will not fall. The man with the blue headscarf bows, puts a hand to his chest and bows. And so does the woman. And they immediately leave. Then Mirren turns her head back uh, to look at um, Shiva once again. Mm-hmm. And she says, please, continue if there is anything further. Um, not much else. We have divided the sept to guard both cans. Well. And 
she kind of awkwardly gestures to the rest of them. Tasked with finding it. Uh, you're breaking up yeah. again. Right. <coughs> Tasked with. Sorry, am I am I audible again? Yeah. Yes, you are. Yeah. Yes, and you killed all headphone users. Sorry. I'm happy I'm um, not headphones. <laughs> this pack, and she gestures awkwardly to all of them. Yeah. Been tasked with finding out who committed. Um, on no, you're breaking up completely. I'm sorry. Yep. Can't do it. The audio just won't. That's uh, so weird. Won't play. I'm on. breaking up, but you're not. Yeah, but you, we we can and only. And you're also hear. audible again. Yeah, but it's it. it I, I think you need to speak more clearly because yeah. it only catches about half of your words. I'll, I'll, it might I'll try be because you're mumbling. Yeah, I think it, that might be it. I, I'll. It, I I meant to convey that Shiva was speaking softly, but I'll yeah. just yeah. Um, we have been tasked with <coughs> finding out who committed the murders on our sep members and bringing them to justice. That is. A heavy responsibility for for ones so young as yourselves. I I wish you every every kind of fortune in your endeavors towards this, and every kithane in my court will be under my instructions to give what material assistance they are capable of giving. I ask that you do not abuse this kindness. But should you require their assistance, they will do their best. Um, we are most grateful, Your Highness. She smiles that very crooked little smile again and um, turns her head and, and snaps her fingers just once and um, and uh, a, uh, a man steps forward. Um, he is... Um, He's kind of hard to make out still. It's, it's still this, you can, you can see his form. He looks like he's armored, like he's wearing plate mail armor. Okay. Um, but you can't make out his features or anything. He's still, he's behind her throne. Um, she looks, uh, she looks back to, uh, to all of you. And, uh, and says, I, um, I do need to ask if Ross is no longer in charge at St. Stephen's Green and if, as you said, every, um, every Fina except for yourself and a young woman, uh, another young woman have stayed behind at Tara, I do not assume that that young woman would then happen to be Siobhan. Um, that is correct, Your Majesty. Siobhan went with Ross. I would have imagined so indeed. She is one of the strongest warriors in the, in the, uh, in the tribe or 
at this time. However, that leaves me wondering who is now in charge of the sets at St. Stephen's Green. And I dread to ask... Better look up those social stats, Rasmus. <laughs> um, in, in spite of all the grim stuff, Finna is... Well, grim and sad stuff that's going on, Finna is kind of starting to smile a little. Um... <laughs> Um, <clears throat> leadership of the sept has gone to Cat Throat Splitter Marcuson, as your Majesty might suspect. <sighs> Around the uh, the crowd again, everybody is suddenly whispering and mumbling, and and uh, she holds up a hand in a in a swift and very commanding uh, gesture, and it immediately. Dies down. A wordless shut the fuck up. Exactly. <laughs> shut the actual fuck up. The queen is annoyed. We are not amused, and everybody gets very quiet very quickly. And um, she looks uh, a little annoyed with the sudden outburst of noise, but then it's clearly not at you. And she says, in that case. Egir, you are henceforth banned from setting foot in St. Stephen's Green. I do not wish to see any bloodshed between the Guru and the Kithane. And you and Eric Holmgren cannot abide one another. The man in question, the man she's speaking to, steps forward. Yes, he is enormous. He's at least eight foot tall. He's built like a battleship. He's got horns on his forehead. In fact, yay. He's blue. And he's blue. And <laughs> yes, he's wearing plate mail. He's also holding the mother of all two-handed hammers in his uh, in his hands. Can I just say something stupid? Mm-hmm. He kind of looks like a Navi is trying to cosplay Loki. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? <laughs> I You're did. Right. That was stupid. The artwork, I believe, the artwork. Is, uh, I believe the artwork comes from somebody actually cosplaying Loki as a Jotun. Yes. <laughs> so, but the uh, but he does have that color and that look. Hmm. He's um he doesn't look best pleased with the uh, with the the order but he bows as you command my queen. She doesn't answer uh, she doesn't say anything further and then she turns back to you again and says I am gratified that you came here tonight. As I said you took a real risk in doing so. You may leave this court in peace and on good terms with the Kithane. I pray, now that Odd is no longer with us, that we shall be able to continue to foster good relations between your people and my own. I see no reason why not even if etiquette still remains something to be worked upon. Um, because she just added that, I think she would just does a deep nod 
you know, if she doesn't say anything, she can't fuck it up. <laughs> Unless not saying anything will fuck it up, I don't know. She... No. It wouldn't. In this situation, just acknowledging that you've heard is fine. <laughs> Aaron quickly looks like, what is she talking about? And then turns her head and sees Aaron and Connell and Fenner like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why Fenner? Fenner no, actually Fenner... overcame her curiosity. Yes. Yeah. Yes, she did. Fenner had a 10 and no ones on her role to resist looking. No, so, so, so. so Fenner is actually being, you know, courteous and shit. Yes. yes. And it's just Connell and Aaron. Like, I mean, she she had a hard time overcoming it because I I at first rolled it at a difficulty six, but then I realized it's going to be a difficulty nine for this shit. But it's still a ten. So uh, she straightens anyway. She straightens up in her seat, and um, you have a clear in, in clear feeling that that uh, the audience is almost over, and then she proceeds to say, "If I had to make a suggestion, take that as you may. I would probably go back to Odds uh, Odds Flat and investigate what you can. My people will keep the Garda from interfering until you are done." And then, I hope, you will have learned all there is to learn from that place. Um, again, Shiva nods, and then she adds, Thank you, Your Majesty. And with that, you definitely have this feeling that that was the end of the, the audience. Missed. <laughs> Decent. And then I guess we bow, and since we're not allowed to turn our backs on the queen, back other way slowly. Yes, at least Shiva does. Yes, and the 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 mists sort of close around you, at which time you will be able to turn around and walk back. Well, that's what Shiva does then. <laughs> when you come back around and your heads stop spinning. You are outside the bleeding horse. And I think Shiva, you know, staggers a bit and leans against the wall because, holy shit, her adrenaline is pumping and that was <laughs> just psychedelic, so she's, she needs to compose herself. Yeah. Uh, there's a reassuring hand on your shoulder from Aaron. Like, you did excellent. I think Connell is still, he's just standing there staring in the general direction the Queen was, was in when last he saw her. <laughs> like he's completely forgotten how to blink. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Wow. Is, um, is, is, um, Connell at, uh, at full woody mast? <laughs> he, he probably would be, yes. He's a teenager. Mm -hmm. the, the last clarification well, this scene needed. How, <laughs> how noticeably it is very much depends on his clothes and yes. stuff. Yes. I'd also say this isn't really an I'll be in my bunk moment. <laughs> Quite frankly, that was so far beyond anything any mm. human should ever be able to lay their eyes on that, that mm. it's as much frightening as anything else. Like yeah. you kind of feel like if I, I can't, I can't jerk off to this. My dick will catch fire. <laughs> I, I still stand by the sploosh I wrote in the chat. Yeah. yeah. The funny, yeah. the funny thing is, of course, that 
if you should ever get into a fight with the she, not only do they kick an enormous amount of ass, uh, as it is, but you have to, every time you want to attack them, you have to roll willpower for every single attack because you can't, you, people can't attack the she without first, because they have to overcome every urge in themselves to just fall down on their knees and beg forgiveness. <laughs> I had this brief what, moment. What about, what, what's that, uh, Vampire Clan Tremere? Yeah. Tremere, yeah. Yeah, wouldn't they have an even harder time? <laughs> Uh, that's a real doll you're thinking about. Oh, yeah, that's, oh my that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Real doll would probably just take one look at a Kisane or at a, at a she and weep themselves to death with tears. <laughs> Except, of course, that the, that the she wouldn't stay very long because, uh, because uh, vampires are really, really banal creatures, but that's a different um, kettle of fish entirely. The um, uh, the point is, you are at least back outside, and it's, it's now eleven o'clock, and I think we should stop here. You yes, very much. I need to get going. <laughs> you have your mission for your rite of passage, and that means that as of next time, you will actually start making XP. Wonderful. Woo! Okay, so can we, for uh, for my sake, because I find it a bit hard to follow. Give us a, give me like a brief version of what our task is. Sure. Um, Bring justice the, and the killers. Find the ones who killed our mates and horribly murder them. Yes, yeah, so well, I have a sneaking suspicion that will be in very, very almost impossibly difficult. But yeah. Hey, we're a group of six werewolves. Okay, okay. we're badasses. We, we, they six. were a group of four werewolves at very high rank. Some of them. Yeah, again, we're six. They were four. There's a massive difference there. I mean, let, 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 okay, so, you know, just, just to, um, just to kind of, uh, you know, wave my own banner here. I mean, when we were in there, in, in that audience, and Joe was like, you're obviously not a threat. And I was like, bitch, I can take this entire room if I want to. And then it was like, and you hear a murmur of a hundred people. And I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure what was his uh, my finds a way was at a very very high rank. Yeah, but rank rank is utterly meaningless when you talk a uh, combat proficiency. I mean, you could you could have one dot in every like you can have one dot in strength, dex, stamina, brawl, and dodge, and you could still be an elder because Boy. you you gain honor in a multitude of ways. You gain uh, renown in a multitude of ways, and gaining a rank doesn't mean I now suddenly have every gift of this rank. No, no, but it does mean that they have at least access to them, and in all likelihood, they would have a few of them. Yeah, they might. At your discretion. I think I remember Jones saying that he was the most combat proficient child of Gaia. He was. Definitely was. Congratulations, you're the most combat proficient pacifist. <laughs> yeah. You're the strongest weakling we have. Well, Daniel, to be fair, Vestal Stampede is almost pacifist. That's true. That's true. I don't want to fight that. <laughs> well, guys. Yeah, well, this was, was fun. And uh, we shall see everyone back in back in Dublin on Sunday next week. All right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, for you, dear audience, uh, thank, you, thank you for tuning in to this episode. And uh, we'll catch you next time for more Song of Tara. Bye.